What's up, guys? I am Just a Man with a Blender, and welcome to episode 7 of the podcast. Today's topic is actually going to be about nightly experiences. I've experienced a lot of different things in the night, some of them being sketch, some of them being really, really funny, at least to me when I look back at them now. I have a lot of different stories. I have a lot of wisdom I want to drop on you guys. Um, A lot of these things have happened a while ago, and a lot of them have happened recently. Um, Now that I'm turning 17 in about two days, I don't think they'll matter. I don't think I'll get in trouble for them. So not that I would care anyways, pretty much. But um, we're going to release these stories today on this podcast episode right now. So I'm going to get right into it. So I think the first story comes right from the beginning of eighth grade. Um, I had one of my bestest friends at the time, and I would always spend the night at his house. So what would be great at spending the night at his house was I would always do it on a Friday and I'd spend either the weekend there. Or I'd just spend Friday and then Saturday there and then go back home. So that's besides the point. So I would usually come on a Friday. The reason being is both of his parents would be out until 4 a.m. clubbing on Friday. Every time I went to his house, every Friday I went to his house, they would be out clubbing till 4 a.m. So we could do whatever we wanted till 4 a.m. So me and my friend were really, really into bikes and really, really into um, riding all the time and um, going out and doing different things. And one night he um, finally convinced me to uh, go out and do something really, really stupid that I kind of didn't want to do at first. But it actually ended up uh, (laughs) giving me a lot of more wisdom and a lot more, um, I want to say, intelligence so I wouldn't do it again. Uh, He suggested one night he's like hey dude you know what would be funny or you know what would be fun if we went out to the pike if you guys don't know what the pike is if you don't live in california and you don't live in long beach the pike is basically like the beach place of long beach i don't know how to explain that it's like the place when you're going to the beach like the pike is the pike it's right on the beach lots of different restaurants lots of different things really really nice place to go when it's i want to say a little bit earlier in the day quote unquote earlier in the day he suggested this at 1 a.m can you believe that he said at 1 a.m he's like let's go out and let's go ride to the pike i'm like dude are you freaking crazy it's 1 a.m i was like i'm not doing that i was like that's so sketch nothing's open he's like oh nothing doesn't have to be open i was like it's just a thrill ride and it'll it'll be fun and this is not we'll ride to the pike and back and this is not and his um well both of our houses were maybe a couple blocks away from each other but his house was maybe about a 25, 30 minute bike ride from the pike. We were both in Long Beach. Um, and I eventually gave in to uh, his little bit of peer pressure. It did sound fun to me, I'm not gonna lie. So I can't say that it was all his fault. Um, partly was. <laughs> but um, we went on, we trekked on our journey to the pike and we saw a lot of different things. Um, we saw crackheads, saw a lot of homeless people. We saw a lot of crazy people, a lot of people that looked like they would steal our bikes, especially since I think one dude was like running after our bike. It was like a weird memory. I don't know how to like fully, fully explain it. He wasn't like full on sprinting at my bike. And I'm pretty sure my friend called me paranoid, but he wasn't full on sprinting at my bike. We we were kind of waiting at the corner for a bit. This dude just starts full on speed walking, right? Like full on deadlocks his eyes on my bike and just starts speed walking. And I'm like, dude, and then he's like, whoa, 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 what? And then we just start keep riding again. He followed us for like a good block. So I, that was sketch. Um, so we left it maybe about, we said we were gonna do this at a one. 
We left at like 1.30. We didn't get to the pike till like 2.10, so about 40 minutes. We didn't get really get to the pike. So 2.10, we got to the pike. Um, we kind of chilled and roamed around with our bikes um, for about a good hour or so. No, more like more like 30 minutes, I'd say, 30, 40 minutes. So we're at the pike, and it's like 2.10 a.m. to 2.40 a.m., and we're just roaming around. And mind you, we're in eighth grade. I was probably 13, 12 maybe. I, I can't remember, to be honest. And super, super sketch. Parents don't know where we are. Um, his parents are still out clubbing. We were kind of getting paranoid because we were like, oh, crap. They might be back because they they're usually back from 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. So we're like, we got to get back. We didn't get back to this house until like 3, 10 a.m. And let me just say the ride back was super sketch. OK, by the way, before we got on the ride back, like right as we're leaving the pike, some dude came up to us and started talking to us about something. Right. He looked like some crazy guy. And I was so sketched out. Me being the person I was at the time, I was sketched out like I wanted to get out of there. That man said something like, you need, you got a light, you got a lighter, you got a lighter. I was like, bro, what the heck, bro? My friend handled that like perfectly, but we just dipped. We dipped out of there. We saw the same crazies on the way back. I didn't see the person that was chasing my bike though. We went all the way back, all the way back. I don't know if we, we got back at like 3.20, 3.30 around there, bruh. Okay, this is what's funny. So we're panting because we just like biked super hard to get back and everything. And we're like, dude, we freaking made it. We start high-fiving and this, this and that and all that. And boom, we didn't even hear his parents' car roll up. And we freaking hear the door, like like somebody putting the key in the door. And they we hear like people like slurring their, their steps and stuff like that. So well, I don't want to say slurring their steps. They were like kind of like jambling the lock and everything. So we freaked the heck out. We immediately freaking turn off all the lights, jump right into bed. I jumped on my little bedding on the floor and I know that his parents, they do like a little checkup. So they open the door to see if he's there, I guess. So I freaked the heck out and they opened the door. I think I coughed or something and they were like, what the heck? And I coughed or something. And then they just kind of went off to the room and I was just like, what the heck, dude? I was completely sketched out. And then we kind of just kept talking about it. Um, after they went to their room and knocked out, we were like, dude, I'm never doing that again. That's exactly what I said. Not going out there, getting caught by some crackheads, trying to take my bike. So, uh, I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. So yeah, that's a heck no. Another funny story, um, in the nighttime. So we were at his house. So we were at his house again. Um, I think this was more of a, no, I think this was another Friday, a different Friday. Um, but I don't think his mom was going out clubbing that night or anything. So she was still at work. That's what it was. She was at work till like midnight or something and or midnight. It was more like 2 a.m. She was at work till. So we're at his house. Right. And we're always grubbing. We're, we're, we were two big, big boys. I'm talking about two chunky boys. Right. I was overweight. He was overweight. So we need to be munching 24 seven, no matter what. No excuses. Nothing like that. So we dig up in his fridge and I'm like, bro. And he's like, what, bro? I'm like, you have teriyaki pineapple meatballs up in here, bro. And he's like, yeah, I do. So he was one, he was considered the rich person to me because he had Costco and all that. 
shout out to all my Costco people because I don't have Costco, so you must be rich. So freaking he had Costco, right? And um, Costco meatballs. So we were going freaking crazy over that. So um, <laughs> if you guys follow my Instagram today, you guys know I love to cook. So I was considered the cook in the friendship, like when we were always be munching and I was a quote unquote cook. What I what I basically what I did all the time was I read the instructions, put the thing what I put the thing where it told me to do the thing. I don't I know that's a bad ex- explanation. Basically, if it said put it put the oven at 350 degrees for 10 minutes, boom, I'm a freaking chef, dog. Put an oven three 350 degrees. Throw those boys on there, put them in there, take them out. I'm a freaking chef. So I was one of those type of guys. Yeah, I know it sounds annoying. Um, so freaking um. I freaking preheat this oven to like 350, I don't know if it's like 350 to 400 degrees, it doesn't matter, it's freaking hot in that oven, and I didn't, I made the grave mistake of not checking if anything was in the oven before I turned the thing on, so it's been like 20 minutes, it's like, oh, your oven's preheated, I'm like, bruh, I smell burnt plastic, we start freaking the heck out because we freaking opened the oven and it was all metal dishes. A lot of them, uh, um, a lot of metal pans and everything with plastic candles, but the plastic candles didn't melt for some reason. This is what did melt. His mom had this, um, how do you explain it? Like this fully um, plastic meltable casserole container type dish in there looked super fancy looked like she bought it for like 50 bucks type fancy it was a tragedy that thing was half freaking melted dog i was like bro what the heck and this is how i know when i should be freaking out my friend is super laid back and chill with that type of stuff but when i saw him freaking out i wanted to cry i was like this is my freaking fault so i didn't know what to do i couldn't find any oven mitts this is not, I tried pulling this thing out with some tongs, bro, you, sh- <laughs> me pulling out a freaking, me opening an oven with half melt, with a half melted casserole dish and everything, and I pull, I pull out the freaking casserole dish with some tongs and everything, and a paper towel that I just barely grabbed, and this thing's freaking melting in my hand, and dude, I was freaking out, I was freaking out, freaking out, freaking out, you know what I was freaking out more of? We had to wait to freaking put the meatballs in there. We were hungry, bro. We just wanted to munch. That's besides the point. So this thing's half melted. You know what we did? We put it to the side. We made the meatballs. Of course, we had to make the meatballs and everything. So that's what we did. We ate the meatballs and everything, and we chilled out. And until we realized, until we remembered, oh, yeah, his mom's going to be back in like two hours and the casserole dish is like half melted. So what do we do? So we come to the conclusion of just putting it back in there like nothing ever happened. Putting it back in there like nothing ever happened. Sounds like the dumbest idea in the world, right? It worked. It actually worked. I don't know how. I just don't know how. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, his mom, uh, I, I know they, they eat out a lot, but like, come on now, you gotta at least open your oven and see a half melted plastic casserole dish up in there. So I'm glad she didn't find, it was funny because this happened in, uh, this happened in eighth grade, right? 
I'm about to, I'm pretty much a senior now, right? I went over to their house maybe three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, and we were reminiscing about stuff, and we were talking about it in a conversation because I thought that he revealed it to his mom a year after the incident occurred, so that would have been ninth grade, but as I'm reminiscing this, remember, I'm a senior right now, and I was just there three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, we were reminiscing this, she was like, you melted my pot on my casserole dish, and I was like, bro, you didn't tell her? I was like, it's been like five years. And he was like, uh, he was like, I'm pretty sure I did tell you, mom. And then he, she's like, I don't remember you. She's like, I guess it doesn't matter now. I never used it. And we were freaking out for no reason. But it was just funny to me because it's just like, it's like, bro, we pulled off the perfect crime and she didn't find out for four years. That's a long freaking time to not open your oven. Obviously, he probably ditched the casserole dish years back but still that's a long freaking time to notice that something's not there so yeah that's the meatball story by the way meatballs phenomenal those things i i recommend i recommend i recommend i recommend go to costco i want you to do this right now you rich people you rich people listening right now i'm talking to you you sam's club you costco members i'm talking to you right there yeah yeah you living in lakewood most likely Go to Costco every week, all the Costco gas and everything. Or maybe you just might not even live in Lakewood. Maybe you live in LA or Anaheim, all those rich areas. So I'm talking to you. Um, Get the meatballs. Go to the meat, go to the meatball section or whatever it's called. I don't know, meatball section. Uh, Get the teriyaki pineapple meatballs. I, you will not, you will not regret getting those meatballs. The best freaky meatballs i've ever had in my life didn't have them with spaghetti they don't need they shouldn't be with spaghetti obviously they should not they should just be eaten on their own these things are amazing there's like they're like three for 100 calories they they taste phenomenal filled with sodium and sugar obviously but they taste phenomenal recommend 10 out of 10 just don't burn your casserole dish or don't melt your casserole dish always here's a here's a little bit of wisdom here's a little bit of wisdom i'm gonna drop on you guys today there have been so many times in my life where I've not opened the oven and checked if there's anything in the oven before preheating the oven. So don't make the same mistake as I I did. Check your oven before preheating it. Check your oven always before using it in any sort of way um, to prevent melting anything inside. Common sense, right? But I didn't know at the time and I didn't remember it. So yeah, just remember that. Um, We're on to our next story, actually. Uh, This happened a little bit more recently. I'm not going to say how recent. but um because it's a little bit of water under the bridge but this happened um pretty recently um i was with my friend right and um we went to the beach i was with his family and all that we went to the beach and they kind of shelled off in their own thing and we were in our own car because he has his own car and everything so we're chilling we're going live on instagram and everything and um we're just chilling in this nice beach town i'm not gonna say where i'm just not at liberty to say but we were in this nice beach town and it's late. It's probably like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And we're just chilling on Instagram Live. And uh, we're on a public road, but it's uh, we're on a road, but it's filled with other cars and everything. But there's not really much activity going around. So I roll down the window a little bit and all of a sudden just boom, get flashed in the face with a with a flashlight. I'm like, I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I'm getting beamed in the face with a flashlight, right? getting freaking blinded and i'm like bro what the heck and i'm like bro put the camera down so he puts the camera down my friend and i'm and then some dude is just flashing a light at me i'm in the passenger 
some dude's just flashing a light at me. I'm like, uh, hello? And then uh, I, and no, no answer at all, by the way, no answer at all. I look around to try to, I look around like as much as I could as I'm being blinded. So it's just awkward silence. It's already been 30 seconds at this point that I'm being beamed with a flashlight. And I see that the dude is wearing a police uniform. So I'm like, uh, hello, officer. I was like, you need anything? And dude does not answer. So I'm like, um, is there a problem? And he's like, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, we're chilling in the car. And, and he's like, you're just chilling in the car. I'm like, yeah, I am. I was like, is there, are we on a private road or something like that? Private property? He's like, no, this is a public road. And bro just holds the flashlight in my eyes. Still, still holding the flashlight in my freaking eyes. So I'm like, so is there a problem, officer? And he's like, nope. Holding it in my freaking eyes still for another. So it's already been like a minute and a half. Easily, easily a minute and a half already. And then he finally just says, all right, stay out of trouble. And I'm like... No, I think I said something. I don't know what I said to make him say something. It was like a, it was like a cue to make him say something to break the silence. And he was, he was like, he was like, all right, stay out of trouble. Holding it in my eyes still for 15 more seconds, and then dips. I was like, bruh, it's 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 like 1 a.m. I'm like, bruh, really freaking blinded my eye. I'm like, can you even do that? So I'm I'm tripping. I'm tripping out. We were both tripping out. And we were on live when this happens, by the, when this when this happened, by the way, this Instagram live. If you're not following me on Instagram, it's GassedUpJ, G-A-S-S-E-D-U-P-J, no caps, no uh, spaces in between. So we're on Instagram live, and everybody on our live was like, "Bro, that was sketch." They were like, "He was just holding it up to his face." This guy was like at least six feet away from the car, and he's just holding up a freaking flashlight in their fa- in my face, and I'm like, "Bro." And that was pretty sketch. I got pretty spooked at that because I was just like, I was just like, bro, what are you doing? I didn't like if I didn't see the police uniform, I probably would have been a little bit more scared by somebody just flashing a light in their face. So that was that was I don't know. Little things like that just kind of sketch me out, especially when it's 1 a.m. And you're on a road that like there may be a bunch of other cars on, but nobody's out like it's 1 a.m. Nobody's out and it's a small beach town. So you think that you're about to get freaking man napped by everybody in the freaking town or something so <laughs> i was i was freaking tripping out so that's besides the point so as i'm getting into my last story here um <laughs> this happened maybe about end of a uh, summer uh summer at the end of eighth grade so this is about going into ninth grade ish so this is about the end of summer um in july so i went to el paso for that summer um before um ninth grade Went to El Paso with my grandparents, uh, got to see, see some of my cousins and all that. And um, they, one of my cousins, he owns this big old plot of land. They own this big old plot of land and everything because they race horses. They got a lot of money. They're really, really wealthy. They race horses, right? So um, it's pitch black dark. It's July 4th. I'm setting the setting here. It's pitch black dark. It's July 4th. We're all having a blast. And it's like just flat out land like it's just el paso texas land um just dirt everywhere or i want to say sand and dirt everywhere it was just like everywhere just rocks and all that and we're just popping off all the illegal fireworks of course of course of course 
and uh, there's no light out there, so you don't know what the heck is going on. So I had a, I think I had my phone flashlight or something. I was like, bro, I don't know why, but this is sketch. I turned my phone flashlight on. Boom, gigantic black tarantula right in front of me. I was like, bro, what the flip, dude? I have arachnophobia, so I was like, bro. And in my head, I was like, bro, what the heck? I start freaking the heck out. You know what everybody else said that lived in Texas said? You know what they said? All the Texans, they were like, yes, yes, yes. I'm like, bro, what the heck? I'm like, what are they doing? They start chasing this tarantula down, cornering this thing with their feet. And they grab, I know one dude, he grabbed a freaking cinder block, dropped it on the tarantula's legs this thing can't crawl anymore because he just got a cinder block dropped on his legs. Some dude brings a freaking lighter and a bottle of hairspray or something like that out and just freaking blow torches the crap out of this black tarantula. I'm, I, at this point, I just felt sorry for the thing. That thing was just gigantic, but I felt sorry for the thing. This thing just blow torches the crap out of this black tarantula with some hairspray and a lighter and just goes ham on it. I'm like, oh dang! And they're they're over here doing their little their little calls. They're like, yee yee! I'm like, bro, it's a tarantula. I was like, chill out. Then this thing got freaking singed. I don't know how. I this this tarantula had the willpower of like a million tarantulas because this thing was still trying to crawl away. Well, not trying to. Well, I want to say he was trying to crawl away. This thing was still twitching. I was like, bro, you just got blowtorched and freaking your legs freaking crushed. I was like, just stop at this point, bro. It's not worth it. Just stop, bro. And they throw water on this thing and then they throw like they full on throw the cinder block in the air and it lands right on the tarantula. They pull the cinder block over. This thing got freaking smushed, exploded, just flat out dead. And (laughs) no more tarantula. That's all I got to say for that. So this tarantula, this poor, poor tarantula, I don't, you know what, actually, I should just say screw the tarantula since I have, like, arachnophobia, but that, that thing got freaking blowtorched, like, (laughs) I was more surprised on how freaking fast they got some hairspray out, like, they do this all the time, they probably do, but it, it, it freaked me out, I was like, like, imagine if you're just chilling July 4th, and you're just like, dang, it's kind of dark out here, you just pull out your freaking phone, turn on the flashlight, boom, gigantic tarantula right next to your foot, and then then everybody just starts going after it, and just freaking blowtorching, you know what, that was a sight to see, honestly, that was one of the highlights of my El Paso trip, but, um, I, you know what, I did say I was gonna drop some wisdom on you guys, so, (laughs) let's see if I can find some wisdom out of the stories that I've already told you guys, so, um, don't go against your parents' will, I guess. I mean, like, um, well, I don't want to say my parents' will. Nobody specifically told me not to go to the Pike at midnight, but it's not a very smart thing to do. Do not do what I did. Um, I'm pretty sure my mom's going to be listening to this. A lot of my family is going to be listening to this. Hey, I'm turning 17. That happened years ago. It doesn't matter now. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're um, planning on doing something like that and you're younger than 17, I'd like to say um, don't do it. It's not worth it could have easily gotten freaking man napped over there could have easily gotten shot could have easily i don't know gotten our bikes taken away something worse don't do that don't be like me um learn from this learn from this episode of the podcast rather than experience itself um even though i'm really really keen to uh 
I'm really, really keen on the idea of um, learning by experience. Don't be stupid and put your safety at risk um, to experience something that somebody already warned you about. So yeah, don't be that guy. Um, another thing, cops flashing the light at us. As long as you, I learned that as long as you try to respect the cop as much as you can, um, you can avoid a confrontation, even though that guy was freaking bugging out. Um, screw that guy, by the way. Screw that cop. Um, shouldn't have flashed me in the eye like that. Kind of hurt. Should have spoke up even more, but, you know, wasn't trying to have a big old argument, especially when we probably weren't even supposed to be out that late at that time when we should have just went back with the family. Um, another thing, meatball story. Yeah, check your ovens, guys, before you preheat your ovens. Come on. I, I There have been so many times where I have messed up stuff inside the oven because I didn't check if there was anything in there before preheating it to 400 degrees, 450 degrees, whatever it may be. So check your ovens always, guys. And in El Paso, I don't even know what to say, yo. <laughs> um, don't hurt insects unless you have to. I don't promote insect violence. But if I see a tarantula, be sure I'm stepping on you, blowtorching you, and throwing a cinder block on you. For show, for show. Would do that again. Or would watch people do that again. Next time I would record it. Um, and just have fun everywhere you go, including El Paso. Those Texans out there, they don't mess around. Best people I've ever met. Uh, funniest people I've ever met. And most resilient and strong people I've ever met to be able to handle that 120 degree weather. So, I digress. Um, amazing, amazing experiences that I've had. I'm glad that I've been able to learn from them rather than be a dumb person and uh, not learn from them because I've never gone out to the Pike at midnight ever again. So uh, yeah, I hope you guys were able to learn from this podcast episode. Um, if you're not already, li- um, follow me on Instagram. Uh, please do that. Um, Gastubj, Gastubj, G A S S E D U P J. That's at Instagram.com, Gastubj. Um, try and follow me on there um, for updates on my life and updates on new podcast episodes. So. Um, I'm going to let you guys go now and uh, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Catch you guys later. Bye.